All right, everybody out there, welcome to another episode of the TaylorMade Dogcast and Podcast. Depending on how you're Googling it, both will get you there. <laughs> welcome to another, another wonderful time here. We have Chris, and we're actually joined in uh, studio, air quotes, um, today with uh, two more of our TMWD crew members. We have Lynn um, and Liz. And, I mean, these, these are two big, big timers, and chances are you've honestly already been communicating with Liz a ton. And probably Lynn, too, actually, at this point, depending on you, how you're doing with the uh, wild instincts or if you're, you know, buying our food in general. Um, so I want to, we'll start off with uh, Lynn, because she's on my left and you pointed, so that's what you get. Um, hello, Lynn. <laughs> Say hello. hello. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Um, what, so with, within regards to what you've been working on here, what, what do you do uh, for wild instincts? <laughs> what do you do? Yeah, what do you do? <laughs> Why are you here? Why do you stick a mic in your face? Well, I stuck a mic in my face because you guys put it here. Yeah. So typically, this is not what I do. <laughs> I uh, am in charge of the sales and distribution of Wild Instincts. So we are building this food starting in the San Diego County area and then growing up the West Coast first off. That sounds important. It does, it right? <laughs> that sounds pretty. It sounds uh, mm-hmm. ambitious. I sounds like, like it. Somebody gave her a cool job title. Yeah, right? <laughs> that's, on the, that's on the card. That's what's up. Um, all right, Liz. Hi. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> we have a couple people here that might be slightly nervous about getting behind a mic. Yeah, a little bit. Just saying. It's okay. I don't want to do it. No, it's all good. So, Liz, what do you do here at Taylor? Um, what don't I do? That's fair. Probably That's actually really easier good. question to answer. Okay. Um, I do all communication, so all emails, all text messages, all phone calls. I run both websites i do facebook instagram i do all the photography mm-hmm. and a lot of the video and shout out what's your photography uh it's go dogs photography that's right and it's really good by the way everybody you're yes, welcome yes it She's is she's got it's an amazing. instagram page to go dogs photography <laughs> no, the page doesn't suck the viewers uh, or the, <laughs> not, the, no. the amount of uh of followers or whatever we yeah. call these things these days um is uh not taylor mater or anything like that but it's worth it because it's uh, it's got some pretty amazing photography on there so check it out yeah Lizzie, like real talk you've very much grown in your skill and ability with that thanks no it's really cool i remember back in the day rodney what's this uh what's this button do i still don't know she <laughs> <laughs> presses no lots of them till stuff happens yeah all right i don't know what any of the buttons do uh, that's fair i mean you still figure it out though it's pretty impressive to know that on the overall um i guess we'll start lynn um why do you like and want to support and get into wild instincts? Like, what do you appreciate about appreciate about it? Well, I started realizing that nutrition was extremely important when I was pregnant with my first daughter, which was about forty five years ago, mm-hmm. and saw that sugar that was old. <laughs> the evil monster in the world then, and so started on my journey towards nutrition and holistic care then. Mm-hmm have had German Shepherd since I was 14 and that transferred over to the dogs probably seriously about 20 years ago where I started realizing that we have a lot of cancer Mm -hmm. in ourselves and in dogs we have so many chemicals in our environment and I was just seeing a lot of issues feeding kibble even though I have been in the pet food industry for a long time worked for the Iams Company, another uh, premium food back then, now not so much, Mm -hmm. and realized I needed to get my dogs on raw food, and did that about 20 years ago, and never looked back. That's cool. Um, When did you meet Chris? I met Chris probably about 10-ish years ago. We share a passion for a dog sport Mm -hmm. that has changed the name over the years, but it's basically (laughs) the same, Schutzhund, and really didn't have any idea that he had a pet food company until about uh, two months ago i think that's neither did right. i <laughs> <laughs> that was cool it's been a, it's been nice having you as an addition to just um you know really setting vision it's really cool mm-hmm. i appreciate that the growth is crazy yeah like kind of like seeing it go as time has gone by and say so, i mean shoot, when you started here we were like in the house kitchen bro you know and then you watched it get built out there in the workshop and yeah. my wonderful walls and things like that <laughs> the, 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 
the door. It's not crooked. It's just it's you have crooked. to look. It's it's all a matter of perspective. You just have to look if at you're a certain perspective. Straight, the it's perspective crooked. Is that it's look, crooked. you drink enough alcohol, that thing's gonna be straight. No, it's gonna be more crooked. Maybe, probably. So, all right, listen. I'm not. I, we've talked about my drywall skills on this thing before, and how it's not my drywall skills. We we established that already. We don't have to point that out extra, okay? But uh, my carpentry skills are not quite as bad, but they just mean more yeah and uh, and so yeah there's one wall in there that's that's let's slightly... because it's the only wall he built the roof is fine no, where i added to them they're they're fine but they're that will right be the there. wall that 10 years from now falls is down going to kills no. stop pointing out so much of the obvious it's, it's killing it me why did we invite her you man <laughs> Because <laughs> I stopped reflecting. This is a horrible. You're right. It's true. Liz, she is. She's from all, what? Put it all on me. Yeah. You're right. Liz doesn't need to talk more. Hey, Liz. Mm. How long mm. you been into the dog world? Yeah, there you go. Um, a while. Yeah. What's Get a while? Uh, maybe like nine years. Oh. It's got to be longer than that. No. Wait, you, I don't know. Peco Wait, how old are you? Like a while. Why are you talking about that? <laughs> I'm trying, man. <laughs> That's the mystery I have. Liz is somewhere between like 18 years old and 45. No, I'm <laughs> pretty wow. sure it's not so 45. Like and it better not be 18. No, but you also don't look like you're 18. I'm just going. It's my range. That's what I got to work with generally. Nobody, nobody pretty knows safe in that the real age. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's a lot of cushion. Unless you get closer to the 45. <laughs> but yeah, then, I'm, I'm yeah, then you probably aren't safe. Correct. No. And then I'll go stand by Chris's wall, Word. and I'll just wait. <laughs> but what did, um, in nine years, and I remember right, you started out as a Petco trainer? Yeah. Yeah. How long did you do that? Um, okay, so it's been a while, because I was with Petco for nine years. Damn. So, and That's I... Right. So, see, she's not 18. I can't count. Well, <laughs> this is why I don't know how old Maybe she started really early. I don't know. She won't oh. tell me. Wow. Yeah. And then when did you get into the working line part of it and like the sport? Um, so I got a German Shepherd because I wanted to do search and rescue mm-hmm. and she was crazy and had issues with dogs. Um, so that didn't work out and I got into it with her, uh, just going to different trainers, like trying to fix her cause mm-hmm. I thought she was very broken. Yeah. Um, but she wasn't. <laughs> no. She's just really drivey. Yeah. For sure. That's an important note, too. Like, a difference when you've been dealing with something really intense, like a really high-intense derived dog, they would feel broken. Yeah, compared to, like, a golden retriever or, like, my Chinese crested. It's just very, very different. So. Yeah, if you've never been around the sport, people think their mm-hmm. dog is broken. I've had a lot of, I mean, shoot, remember we were at, like, Pet Expo one time, and mm-hmm. I had these dogs, you know, I had my two working line dogs in there, and they're right next door to us was, like, the weed booth which oh. is essentially like dog weed or cbd mm. back then you know whatever it is now yeah. and uh and these 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 couple these couple were there with their cbd stuff and they're like hey man you know i guess your dogs are like pretty wound and tense you know we got some cbd that'll calm down i'm like man i don't think it's gonna work that way like they need to be this way like, <laughs> yeah that's how i want them this Girl, i'm good. good no no they're, they're fine they're yeah. like yeah but they just seem kind of like extra intense this will this will help we're good. Yeah, <laughs> I promise. We're it's all good. <laughs> they kept on trying to convince me of a, of getting them on some oils to calm them down, mm-hmm. make them more mellow, bro. Yeah, gotta get them more into like your uh, like Saint Bernard's mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sleep all day. Yeah. Yeah. Those yeah. don't need anything. No, they don't need anything. No, and you got yourself a solid little collection now. <laughs> this is true. This yeah. is our other like side of this. Yeah. Is uh, oh my god, yeah. We have a zoo. So you do have a zoo. SoCal Saints. Yeah. Liz is living her like zoo dreams. <laughs> like only thing you're missing is like a giant saltwater like enclosure. I can't you have an aquarium mouth, because Rodney. we lose our power Just too much. Shut it. Or I would. I know yeah. you would. I would. I know. The whole house would be filled. I know. That's the best part. <laughs> speaking, like, speaking of which, I shouldn't tell her then because the uh, SGG whatever the power people are supposed oh. to be here. Or I'm supposed to get word like on Monday about it and the upgrades on the panels and then the solar panels get hooked in and then the oh, generator cool. gets hooked in and then we don't. The generator. Then we never lose power again. You're lying. Oh. No. Yeah, so we're very rural. We're kind of give a little backstory on this. Yeah. We're, you know, we're, we're out in the sticks of San Diego. Everybody's like, oh, palm trees and beaches. We're like, ha, ha, It's about an hour away. Because yeah. they're like, oh, on your Instagram, your dogs are out at the beach all the time. I'm like, yeah, we drive. We drive. Uh, <laughs> it's like a commute, you know. Straight up. We go an hour down, down there to, to swim dogs and get to cooler temperatures. We're inland California. Mm-hmm. is not like normal California for all those back in like 
or like Instagram Tennessee California. And think, yeah, <laughs> they think like Instagram California, exactly. They think like what California is, we're like, yeah, it's not like that out here. It's uh, extremely rural in the sense of it's, it's wild. Yeah. Uh, it's Lynn's learning all the things that'll kill you down here. Like everything. It's a very, it's a, it's fun education because Lynn's actually from Washington and recently moved down here for this job. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, uh, it's been kind of fun introducing that, but, but we are out here in the sticks. Like there's not normal, uh, power grids and stuff aren't normal. Like in the city where everything's underground, like everything's above ground on power lines and, uh, the wind blows and the power line will fall down and it's done. Or some drunkard will hit the, uh, mm-hmm. hit a power pole with their car or it's just, you know, it's just that time that they feel like shutting it all down on us. Cause yeah. that's what's more fun than that. Screwing with people when it's like 110 outside and or they're like shutting off the power. Uh, it's about to be a fire. So yeah, it's about to be a fire. <laughs> You're all going to burn. What do you need? Water pumps. Yeah. That takes electricity. We should shut off the power. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of what happens a lot out here is, is, uh, the wind's blowing too much. It's a fire danger. We'll just shut off the power. And for like seven straight days. And so, yeah, that's mm-hmm. what she's talking but about. But you don't got a fire. <laughs> but we don't even have a fire. It's like not even close to happening. They just think it's going to. So, yeah, one of our major projects is we're sick of this stuff. Yeah. Uh, we're going to put them, upgrade all this electrical ourselves, put this big solar and generator backup and blah, blah, blah. It's mm-hmm. going to be, it's pretty cool. So that's one of our major projects here is to stop dropping our power. Anyhow. Yeah. Uh, that's our little power tirade. It's good. It's I shouldn't tirade. have told her that because next thing I know, she's yeah, going to be on Amazon ordering all tank. kinds of salt stuff. Look at her right now. Look at her right now. She's a shark tank in the backyard Maybe. built in here pretty soon. Mm-hmm. It's over. The bathtub. That's what I need for my bathtub. You do, dude. You need some coral. Amazing. If you ever watch her YouTube of going to the cove snorkeling. For Liz, uh, you'll see plenty of seals. I'm just waiting one day. She'll be like, you can't be mad at me. You let me find off. a baby. So, and so I, I need like a large Rubbermaid container for the back of my Jeep. <laughs> yeah. And uh, somebody to haul a bunch of salt water up in these buckets. <laughs> you can transport them dry. Yeah. It's like, I know. So like, she, like she already knows. I'm just going to put them in the Jeep. <laughs> So anything that starts with "you can't be mad at me," then you know. Oh yeah, that okay, means but... I, that means I'm generally going to be pretty pretty pissed off. He's never like, oh, mad. This sucks. No, I can imagine no. he's ever mad with I have you. So many I was kind of like growly grumpy when she brought Jet home. I remember that. I was like, "What the heck is this little freak <laughs> thing she got?" It's a Sheltie, mm-hmm. and and that little yapping mouth on everything. I was like, "Oh yeah, this is perfect for the German Shepherds. We got a flirt toy that runs around, mm-hmm. and squeaky." And, uh, yeah. Anyhow. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I was thinking over here as I was listening to, <clears throat> you know, saltwater dreams. Um, <laughs> Lynn, if you had to, like, note or put out, like, your dream for what you want to do here and what you're aiming for, uh, how would you describe it? Like, what do you want out of Wild Instincts? Oh, boy. And that's a good one, huh? That's a good one, right, yeah. So I sat back all quiet. It's very exciting to me to be with a company with a leader like Chris because he's got quite the vision Hmm. and he is a problem solver and a doer. And so because my two passions are nutrition, both for people and animals, and the sport of Schutzend, I'm like in Disneyland here. <laughs> if I like Disneyland, which I really don't. Okay. So, so basically she says her job sucks right there. It's no, like, yeah. so my my dream is to fulfill his dream because it's mine also. To make, to educate people about their animals' nutrition, to help them when they I see them with skin problems and allergies and hot spots and all the things that can be so tremendously helped by nutrition and to be just a small part of that education process is very rewarding than when we get just you know brief raving testimonials that oh my god my dog loves this I can't believe how much it's helped them walk I can't believe how their coat and skin has improved mm-hmm. so really I don't, I'm not here to have fame and fortune and get wealthy. I've already figured out that's probably not going to happen. Actually, I'd love for you to. Well, it would be nice. Mm-hmm. but That means we all are. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, truly, it, it's just really my dream to be able to uh, help animals and people because there's some people sitting in this room that have found some of the benefits of more healthy lifestyle. I don't know what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. And uh, now realize that sugar is the evil monster that I knew it was five years ago. I almost had drop me off to get me a Slurpee earlier. It's true. He wants it so bad. I told him I wouldn't tell you. <laughs> so anyone that knows me 
well enough knows I'm a Slurpee freak fanatic. Basically, if it's got sugar, that's has been the central part of my diet for about 30 years of my life, and uh, and more than that, pretty much all my life. Yeah, let's be real. For 40 plus. Yep. Anyhow, uh, yeah, it was like cookie dough and ice cream and uh, Slurpees yeah. and anything with lots of sugars, you you name it. And like, I got serious triggers, like going on a road trip, we had to go pick up a dog in Arizona a couple weeks ago, and it was like, second we got on the road, I was like, oh, so I need a Slurpee, and I need uh, peanut butter M&Ms, and uh, this is what I need to do, first first place we can stop. And I was like, oh, so I'm going in here, and I'm getting a... A water. water. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, this is super exciting, it's non-fat, you know. It's vegan. Yeah. Very low calorie. Lactose free. (laughs) GMO free, yeah. Uh, so it sucks. But then um, you had it figured out because I get a text that says, "Don't you get a cheat day when you're on a yeah. diet?" She's <laughs> like, "No, because you're not on a diet." Essentially, she said no. So it's like having another mom. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, uh, yeah. Back so that's my you. dream. Is that uh... that's a great answer. Okay. No, it's a fantastic answer. I love it. And Liz, like, what do you, what, what do you, why do you love to work with a dog so much? Like. I, you know, there's one thing I want to note about you because I know it to, to everybody because it blows my mind every single time. Liz has one of the best eyes for detail I've ever seen. It's probably why your, your photographs are really good. But What's it's that all about, Larry Lynn. Can you we mean, just talk about cause, my vet? Because you, you, you lost two lunches. What happened? I, it's two puppies. The fat lady yeah. has not sang. What? Uh, what are you talking about? No. It, I heard they're long coats. Well, time out. What's the bet? Okay, well, I bet that they were long coats. Oh, that's right. That's and right. And then Lynn said so, that they weren't. And I said, yes, they are. And then she said, we'll see. And they're four weeks old, and they are long coats. They're pretty long coats. They're, they're four weeks old. We cannot They're long coats. So <laughs> they're our, long coats. Our bet is that the loser gets to go to have a great lunch at the place of their choice. At the okay. winner. The, the well, winner they both get to, get to loser, go. Yeah, yeah. The loser oh, yeah. 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 has to pay. Yeah. I was yeah. like, wait, so you want to lose? <laughs> yeah, I want to lose. <laughs> you did. Yeah. No. I, no. We're not Lynn doesn't know if she lost yet, but no. uh, she lost. I'm pretty sure. They're both long coats. Uh, Nick I, and Nemo are long coats. I'm not taking those bets against her, man. I, I was joking to Dave, and I was talking, I was like, no, but Liz is crazy, because she'll walk by a dog for like half a second and be like, that dog's got a weird left toe, and then like walk away, and you'll be like sure enough it does have a weird left toe you get in there you're like wow or you'll be like i remember one time the one that really got me is when you walked up you was talking to somebody like one of my clients and then you like right, we walked to the side right side, and you're like the dog's back like molar's wrong i was like it was gone was, oh, how did you i've been working with this dog for like three weeks i've never looked at his molars how did you do that and you're like oh, i just looked at him yeah just magic Dude, i gave xena a bath a few weeks ago <laughs> my female xena that i bred and that's now 10 years old <laughs> yeah. as of a couple of days ago. I remember ago. this story. And I'm out there, and Lynn and I are out there, and we're literally talking oh, about yes, observation skills. <laughs> and Lynn goes inside, and I'm watching this dog. I'm like, wow, this, you know, Lena's so happy. And she's, you know, my mom's done such a good job of keeping, you know, getting the weight off her because she was a little chunky. <laughs> and, like, getting her all in good condition and stuff like that. And I'm losing this dog off, and then all of a sudden I look under her, I'm like, that's a penis. And uh, <laughs> I was like, this is just another another dog that looks <laughs> like it except it's a male so there goes my observation skills like uh but he did fast up to it out oh, well he had to yeah, yeah, lots of people saw him yeah. like, well i just give Ike i'm like oh he a gave a good bath. bath that's so yeah. nice of yeah so it got a great bath and uh and, yeah, he's happy and about it i had to start all over with xena but he was really sweet i found out he really liked me because i thought it was you know loving all over and uh yeah so yep there you go. There's my observation skills. Yeah. I can look at dogs on like the context of the situation yeah. and see stuff pretty well. If I have to like look at it, Liz is like in her sleep, rolls over and tells you the dog behind her that's outside has got something going on with it. You know, yeah. like yeah. he's walking like, weird. Smelled it or something. <laughs> yeah. I can hear his walking pattern. It sounds weird. Yeah, it's it's, it's not ridiculous. Right. <laughs> it drives me crazy. It's, like you, we have literally seen dogs go by like the window, like run past, and she was like, "Oh, that was whoever," because I saw. Something I'm like, how I what? Dude. I barely know that that was a dog. Yes, I think, but I couldn't tell you if it was a boy or girl, what kind of dog or what. It just a blur went past the window. You know, and she was like, no, that was this dog because, again, like the weird left toe or something. Yeah, like, that's the most ridiculous skill set ever. So, Lynn, I'm not betting on you. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even a little bit. Like, okay. I'm not even a little bit. Taking like many bets. Yeah, yeah. I'm not so betting on you winning that bet. I'll put oh it that God. way. <laughs> yeah, I'll be really impressed if uh, if you pull out um, not having to pay for a meal. It's gonna be yeah. <laughs> two. Well, it'll mm. just be uh. shocking because I've n- never. You can't say never anymore. Because <laughs> 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 oh, it's not done it's, yet. Okay. What the heck are you 
They can change a lot in four It'll get longer. That's how it's going to change. It's going to get longer and more fluffy. I suppose we'll still see some more. Yeah, it's cool. Then you hold on to your dreams. I respect that. (laughs) (laughs) You should. You're going to have to after this one. This is what we were talking about on the podcast. I just want to point out Uh. here the um, long coat. That's how you can tell. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's longer than the others. Uh, See here the the coat, how long it is. (laughs) That's what we call long coats. That's right. Um, I walked out one time and I had this dog and I was like, man, why do you suck so much? Oh my (laughs) God. And, well, I was, now. and I was like, dude, what are you doing? Why do you suck so much? Come on. And you're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm taking this dog. I was like, that's a, that's not that dog. That's a completely different dog. Who? Like, I can't remember who it was. I'm trying to remember too. I was trying to take out, I think like, oh man, I, I had Avra and I think I was trying to take out like, oh uh, man, no, it was somebody a little closer. I, th- I had like, I thought it was Ruth and I had like, um, a boy dog. I didn't even look under. <laughs> it was, was it the correct, right breed? Yeah, yeah, that's right. yeah they're, they're German Shepherds. Completely wrong dog. They're completely wrong know. dog. He was probably training for pet dog. And so like yeah, a he went after sport dog. So it was like a raw okay, but, Doberman. But they all look like Auburn, She was probably like flopping around like a fish. Oh, yeah. Do you, look like, like you're taking a kite for a walk, <laughs> flying all over the place, or a tuna or something. Like well, a one time, yeah. Chris showed one of our dogs that was not for sale oh, to I almost sold a client dog. <laughs> thinking it was a different dog. Yeah, I almost and sold a client's dog for boarding. Yeah. yeah. Can we Got that close. We probably shouldn't no, say that. Okay. Like these irresponsible people. Yeah, yeah. we don't need that. Okay, well, we were just... I was like, that's her. Oh, it's there. They're, I mean, they're both bicolor. So. I mean, and it helps you. They help to give, to give, um, <laughs> to give, uh, what's it? It's close enough. Context. How long you guys, how long you been working? That was like four years ago. Uh, how long we've been together? Five years, five. Well, he years. said, "How long have I been working here?" I guess five years. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like five years, a one-off here and there. That's not too bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's. I don't, I don't know, once. I don't know, we all have like <laughs> the freaking times. eye of the tiger over here, man. Just this laser locks in. It blows my mind. It's like I've seen it so many times over. You think it'd be like, oh yeah, whatever. No, it's freaking cool every time. I'm like, how did you do that? It makes me like I'm. I don't know. I don't it's remember like, how she knows. I don't know how she remembers all the people's names and all the dogs' names and everything attached to them. Like forever. I'm always having to look at it and go like, "What is that again?" I can't think, and and I'm like, I, I, I can do it when I'm like reminded, but there's, I, you know, how we suck at names as yeah, it is. Yeah, There's but a lot to remember. My God, how she just like pulls up the dog from this and that, and that was from that litter and this. And yeah, it's like forever ago, and I knows exactly who the people were. Everybody like she knows you. She's she a doggy Rolodex. She knows. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty insane. Well, maybe maybe not the people. I've seen that. I definitely know the dogs. Yeah, you definitely got the dogs. Nah. She's pretty good at the people too. Yeah, I mean, you're not I'm, bad. For I'm, sure. I'm terrible. I mean, like. If yeah. I know, if I remember your name, it, it, one, if I don't, it is not like a knock on you. It's not a, mm-hmm. I feel, yeah, it's not anything to do with you're not important. You're very important. I probably recognize your face, recognize if it's friendly or not, and that's about it. Uh, and if I actually remember your name, then I mean, I, we've, we've worked at least, I don't know, five lessons. It was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, it was like a day I took a lot of vitamins or something. You're all, I was just on it. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I slept properly or something. I don't know. Who knows? I just kept it. Had some weird like game in your head about it. Yeah, it was like the day. I don't know. I don't know why I would remember. Anyhow, you know, but I had it that day. Yeah. All right, that's cool, man. And honest, good old honesty. <laughs> I can't remember. I can't, can't remember to, how to lie. So there you go. Oh, <laughs> I like it. I think people they said something about like like good liars have to have good memories or something. And I'm like, yeah, well, <laughs> oh, I'm out. Uh, I'm I'll out. stay out of that. Well. A lot of us haven't had, like, our brains rocked as much, man. That's true. I hit meditation for two. Yeah. <laughs> Might be it. Once or twice. Might be it. Um, Liz. Yes. What are your, like, next goals you're kind of working towards? Because I think you have some cool stuff you've been doing, especially, like, Selma. And, like, uh... Like, you want to talk about her saints? Yeah. I'm sure um, she could do that. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff we have going on. Uh, we're definitely focused on the breeding program right now. Mm-hmm. Um... Making better dogs always, getting in better breeding females, going to better males, so we're having higher quality dogs. Um, and then I have my own dogs, mm-hmm. so there's that. We're showing in AKC, um, probably breeding my St. Bernard very soon, hopefully. Which one? Um, Selma. Nice. And how many uh, ribbons does she have already? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> a it, lot. It I don't know what to do with them. I want to hang them up. You should imagine if COVID didn't like shut down Ugh. things for like the last five months. Oh, you just many destroying. She's like just was hitting that like power curve yeah. part and of it and going for like that champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. how many points does she have? She has seven. 
How does yeah. And major? She has major? She has one major. Cool. Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, so a major, the number is different depending on what breed you have. Uh-huh. Um, Selma has a five-point major, so that means she beat five other females oh, okay. in the ring. So the more dogs that are in the ring, the higher the major is. Oh, it's like a doggy KD, but not like... It's a video game thing. I know, I know you didn't. I was like, you're not gonna get this, but <laughs> no, there must be some nerds out there who do. They're like, thanks, Rodney. Um, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And for all you who know what Katie is, like, obviously she's not killing anybody. <laughs> like, it's a ratio. We're just talking about ratios. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like when you play like Modern Warfare versus everybody, or one of the, what's yeah. the other one that every kid's playing now, the Fortnite, Fortnite yeah. and stuff. And it's like how many kills you have for deaths, like the ratio, mm-hmm. kill death ratio. It's about oh. the only time kids care about math. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not quite this it's like when my kid the other day said Fortnite's not, not actually violent. not the same at all he's like it's not violent what are you talking about i'm like you kill he's playing like grand theft auto well that one's that one's violent but yeah. he calls Fortnite not violent and i'm like you, you do shoot what's people. the shoot goal people. of the game yeah, yeah. <laughs> to kill everyone yeah, like, but that's not violent i'm like eh, okay. video games haven't distorted have kids brains yeah. <laughs> isn't there another one out there called red dead something or other yeah, yeah. yeah. revolver that's an old western style yeah, one, yeah but they kill people in that too i think they kill, yeah, i think every game, every they're game. Just yeah. most everyone. most yeah. games a lot of mario brothers they stomp little mushrooms into the ground hey but those weren't even they didn't look like people though stomp turtles koopas no but the turtle just goes in its shell and then you kick it he and kicks the it off a cliff. In there. Yeah, but then they just yeah, like, but he kick, kicks it off a cliff and he goes fine. into the... What happens if you back. go off the cliff? You don't come back. I don't know. Well, well if you do, if you have problem. three, like, multiple Or maybe if you got, like, a, a super dope shell, apparently. That's true. Like a parachute shell. You're fine. You just come back. <laughs> Jetpack shell. And then you're just annoyingly down the trail to do it again. Ha. <laughs> That's true. It's like, um... So like, you do play games. I played Mario Bros. She played Mario Bros. when I was a kid. How old are you? A long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I want to find out, man. What year was this? It's yeah, what year were you think it was? How old do you think before you got that? Like, it's like what is a while it? Ago. Like a Super Nintendo? Like a Nintendo? <laughs> is it I don't even know when those came out. I know numbers, you so I can look up what year you got. That's like the most useless way of doing it. Yeah. So, oh wait, so you said what? What majors? Okay, so we did major, and then what's the points? Um. So you get a point per dog. Oh, that the, you beat. that's right. Yeah. And then to get the champion, I think she has to have 15 points, two majors under two different judges. Um, I think that's it. Mm-hmm. So she's like halfway there. Dang. So. Yeah. She is a beautiful dog. She's very pretty. Mm-hmm. I like watching Groomer because it takes like three, three hours. hours. Yeah. yeah, kill me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> the like, first thing she does is go out and like roll around in the dirt. Every yeah, time, immediately dude. After. Every time. How yeah. much does she weigh? Uh, I think she's around 140. Yeah. Another dog comes in and puts her slobber chin on it, like, mm-hmm. which is essentially a sponge mm-hmm. for like mud, yeah. dirt, slobber, drool yeah. slime, <laughs> and like just sticks it right on her back and then slides it down towards her tail and it's so, like a giant streak of goo right on her. I was like, oh, it's a good thing you spent all that time doing that. That she wears. She does at the shows. Show. It's hilarious. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, yeah they have a bib. You, they drool, and pants. so you have like you hang it on their neck and then their feet go in it and their yeah. front legs are. Protected from drool, and then they wear a bib. And you just oh take God. it off when you go in the ring. Yes. Yeah. And they literally wear it right till they go in the second. ring and they toss yeah. it out. Yeah. Look and everybody runs around carrying towels. Drool. Yep. They all have towels like slime, yeah, like wipe thing. their face <laughs> and all that. And they have like well, little so embroidered towels, and then they take off yeah. all their pants and all. It's hilarious. I'm like, oh my gosh. So, Lynn, did you show dogs then too? I did a little mm. bit in AKC, but. When I discovered Chutzen, that was, that was the it. end. Yeah. yeah. Why Same is that? Thing. I did it back in the day, too. Why is I that? Like, yeah. Because I really like to see animals do what they're bred to do. Hmm. And it's been very disturbing to me how America has virtually destroyed the temperament of so many breeds of dogs. German Shepherd dog being one of those, for sure. It's so, definitely not just America, but yes. Yeah, but yeah. that's where I live. So it's the Canadians. Uh, it's ca- yeah. Obviously, the Canadians' fault. Yes, <laughs> and yes. No, so that that's why I, you know, okay. obviously they have to have proper form, and so you know we will show in a confirmation show one, so they get their rating. It's not like AKC where you have to get points, but um, that's just mm. to me it was way above. Okay. It was just worth it. Like you're playing. Yeah. Like, it, it's just, it's, yeah. For especially because Lynn's, you know, passion is a German Shepherd breed. It's yeah. not the AKC ring isn't really, uh, isn't really the form and function kind of ring mm-hmm. for the German Shepherd. Mm-hmm. Even the SV ring's not really. No. Frankly, it's not about like what the breed is meant to completely do. What they are looking at, it's part of it. What they're looking at is gate ability. Like what it mean. What I mean by that is part of the 
part of the breed standard is that the dog should be able to do easy gating. So like Max von Stephanus is the founder of the German Shepherd dog, right? Uh, the, the creator, the inventor, whatever you want to call him, mm-hmm. and uh, and he, you know one of his his I think he was a captain in the in the German military, mm-hmm. and and so he wanted a dog that can gate and stay along with the troops and not have to like ride on a tank or in a or in a carriage or something like that because uh, World War One carriage, yeah. Um, but they can gate twenty miles a day or mm-hmm. twenty kilometers a day is what the idea twenty to five kilometers a day, and so that's even part of the you know getting a breed service you do what's called an AD which is basically an endurance test and that's it's twelve miles. Oh yeah yeah. So you have to do that. And like, <laughs> up, you ride a bike and the dog goes that's like twelve right. miles. Yeah yeah. I remember Stetson going on his bike. Yep. Yeah. And part of it is you know even just like the toughness of the pads. I mean it goes into a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, but but even that's just a very very small form and function type of thing for the German Shepherd breed and it's non-existent in the AKC ring. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I should I shouldn't even really call it the AKC ring because there's a lot of kennel clubs that go by. It's, truly, it's the, actually the FCI ring um, for the German Shepherd breed because all the other mm-hmm. kennel clubs go into that same ring. And uh, so if you've ever seen like Westminster or Crufts or any of these things, these are not necessarily, these aren't even AKC shows. Mm-hmm. Some of them are, are done by like the kennel club from England or, you know, one of the other ones representing it that year. And, um, uh, but it's not really the the functional ring for the German Shepherd dog for for what you would say for all what they do. So you have a very small percentage of this is what German Shepherd is capable of. So you're kind of like, eh, I'm doing what five percent of this dog's capability. You know what I mean? You. And you're spending a ton of time in this ring for like other breeds. The the form and function, the looks of the dog. The what is this? How is this? Uh, you know. So the, the 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 way this these shows go, it's not like this is the prettiest dog or the cutest dogs or I like this dog the best or something like that. What the way it's actually judged is this is the best representation of the standard of the breed. Gotcha. So if you said like this is a, uh, a cocker spaniel, uh-huh. and this this has to be like the best representation of the specific breed here. So if, when they tell you, say like best in show, there's all these groups work you know uh, different groups that each breed goes into. So they win their breed class, they win their group class, they win their, um, and then they go into the you know best in show. And out of that, so all those dogs, this is the best representation of their breed mm-hmm. for all of the dogs there. Not just the best poodle. This is the best representation of a poodle over the best representation of a cocker spaniel. Gotcha. Per se. So it's not like this is the prettiest dog this year. I'm like, eh, the you know the winners are like for me. Obviously, you would love to win best in show because that means you you did already win the best in breed yeah. or the best in in class mm-hmm. and a group. Yep. Um, and but if I'm like a an enthusiast over my breed, uh, I'd specifically want to win best, best in breed. Show. Best in breed. Okay. Not just it, obviously best in show means you were the best out of all of it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I want to say like yeah, I got the best German Shepherd in the country yeah, yeah, or yeah. whatever. But like I said for for the the ring for AKC, it's just the German Shepherd isn't that that by no means is the best representation of the breed because it's such a small percentage of what the breed is. If that makes sense, yeah, yeah um, I I always think there's so much more to it: the temperament, yeah. working te- working abilities, uh, drives, characteristics, etc. That, mm-hmm. that are judged that the sport of Schutzen does for the German Shepherds. What what the sport was created for was to was to accentuate those or or uh, make those make that be the test of who's got the best of all these things. Got you. Uh, mm-hmm. And obviously, good training can cover up some things, but that's the idea behind it. And uh, anyway, no, I I just a long time ago, I don't even remember who said this to me, but. You know, the, the German Shepherd is probably not the best at any one thing, but it's a good genetically bred German Shepherd can be second best at virtually Sean. anything. Have you talked to, what's their name, Sean and... Um... Sean Christine? Yeah. Oh, they probably heard Oh, I heard this like oh, maybe really? before they oh, were born. He told me that. <laughs> yeah. For sure. No, okay. and that's exactly what it is. It's and a great line. I'm not yeah. even so sure about that statement, to be frank. Because I can, I can think of a lot of things German Shepherd does better than every other breed. But I'm not being a snob about it. No, I'm just no, saying, I like, there's, there's, I, I know, <laughs> I, I, I know. But, but, but you know, like people, I, I, there was, there was a show on television. And I'm not going to mention it because I'm going to bag on it a little bit. It wasn't the greatest show in the world, uh-huh. but there was one thing they did in that show, and they, it was like a, a representing police dogs and mm-hmm. other things. And this guy came and and this is. I'm totally dead give away this show when I say the state, but it was in Indiana. So this guy wanted to set up like this tracking thing. Mm-hmm. And he was saying like, yeah, you need to get yourself a working line German Shepherd because you're wasting your time and you're doing these bloodhounds. And everybody in the bloodhounds mm-hmm. are going to be like, oh, bloodhounds, bloodhounds, bloodhounds. And so the guy's like, all right, fine, we'll set up a test. They're like, how do you guys, what do you guys are doing for your police test? Like, this is how we're going to do it. We're going to set up how you guys are doing for police test. And, and we're going to run the same exact track. One for your bloodhound, one for the German Shepherd, mm-hmm. and see which one wins. And he's like, you get me the very best bloodhound of 
all of your departments that you have, your whole area, your whole police association, right now here, will go up against just you pick any one of my German Shepherds. Mm-hmm. And um, it doesn't really matter which. And, you know, so obviously we think like bloodhounds, man for man, trailing, tracking, things like it wasn't even close. Like in the way they wanted to do it, they wanted to do it based on time was the most essential part. Accuracy means something in, in like man trailing, but the end of the line is how fast do you find the person, mm-hmm. you know, and then obviously for some police work, what do you do when you do find the person? Sometimes mm-hmm. it needs to be something more. But uh, so the bloodhound was like four times longer than the German Shepherd. It wasn't even close. I mean, the thing stopped and peed on things, stopped looking, (laughs) stopped searching, stopped doing things. And he was like, well, it's not really a fair test because my dog has a much better nose, per se. He's like, yeah, your dog's about a better sensitivity to the nose, but how much more sensitive does the nose have to be to to do than than a human to to know where this track is? Obviously, my dog found it, so there's more to it than just how strong the nose is. And it was like, what's the drive like? That dog went off and in the bushes it, it, but this drive wasn't focused on the track it did it for a little while and then was like oh, okay I'm bored of this oh look at there it is again and so it would just kind of like go back and forth on it and the German Shepherd went straight to it was quick about it like and stayed focused the entire time was intense about it the entire time found the guy and it was like a couple minutes I don't mm-hmm. even think it was like a minute and 30 seconds and the other dog was like 15 <laughs> 17 minutes some ridiculous like time frame mm-hmm. and, and he's like yeah but I mean when you really need the power of the nose I'm like okay so that the German Shepherd is you know, if the, if the bloodhound's 550 times more sensitive than a human nose, and the German Shepherd's 300 times more sensitive, do you really need 500 times? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like it's good it's enough, a... but the rest of the characteristics of that dog weren't so great. So if you looked at broad, sure, the nose was definitely not in first place, but the rest of what makes up the dog put that overall in mm-hmm. first place. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, like, you know, you're saying it's not like the best of things, but I'm like, eh, you kind of have to look at how it's packaged. Because that's really what kind of comes down to a lot of the working working stuff, anyways. Is is what's the package like, and and I know a lot of our sports sometimes put in certain things to make a dog look successful or be successful in it, and then others do other things to be successful in it, and those are those can get very breed specific. Um, but a lot of what you know, a lot of what you look at those those exactly that they just get so specific they lose out on all the other things that are that come into play. And yeah, like I said, well, I agree. It's not always the number one in every single thing. Sometimes you got to look at like a whole picture as as the more specific thing. Oh, and I'm and, and I'm with like, you there totally. Yeah, I, but but I just mean that even in, you could say someone would say well like oh they're not as good at tracking as blood. I'm like, yes, actually, if you look at whole tracking, they are better. And I said like, well they don't have a strong of a nose. Yeah, but tracking is not just about the nose. Mm-hmm. That's what I kind of mean by that. Or, mm-hmm. or you could say protection, or you could say whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then you know, as a personal protection dog, I'm like, we'd rather have a Malinois. They do this and that. I'm like, eh, not really, because like even police, you know, it's just changed tactics completely using a Malinois over a German Shepherd. And German Shepherd in the '80s, you, people used to st- not we police departments used to flank still, get around suspects, get in, get in position. They could see more in that thing. Now they phalanx completely. What I mean by that is everybody has to get behind the dog. Because if the dog sees somebody off to their left that's actually a cop and not the bad guy in the car, and the cop's yelling and screaming to get out of the car, the dog keys on the cop and lights up the cop. Well, that's, <laughs> yeah. not, that's not very functional. But, I mean, that's literally <laughs> what's happening like with the Malamon yeah, totally. Shepherd, like the, the tactics of movement with that. And so, um, Heat seekers. Yeah, that's what I call them heat seekers. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so uh, are they quick dogs, explosive dogs, are they powerful dogs? Yes. Are they directable dogs? Yes, under the right circumstance, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and I'm not again. I'm not knocking the Malinois or or, the, or no, he's, he's pumping the German she- or, or pumping the German Shepherd. It's just that you have to kind of look at more. Overall. I think more more things overall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, yeah. "Don't you dare give my German Shepherd no silver medal." Right. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm just saying. There's, but at the same time, mm-hmm. there's some super super top German Shepherds that will smoke the crap out of it a lot of other breeds and a lot of other very specific ta- categories. So it's it's also the spectrum thing that we've, mm. you know you and I have talked about spectrum things or I taught you guys about that all the time. It's like if you see one on one end of the spectrum, there's going to be another on the yeah, other. Right, yeah. And it's that unbreakable kind of theory, right? <laughs> with Bruce Willis unbreakable, you know, like well if there's the most breakable oh, yeah, thing yeah, in the world yeah, with yeah. glass, there's yeah. got to be the opposite. Yeah. And uh, and but it but it legitimately is true with the breed is like is is if you see this dog that's a, your next door neighbors and he's just such a jerk and he's you know you think like man german shepherds are whatever Mm -hmm. well you're also not understanding that's the most popular breed of dog in the entire world hands down you can put all the other top five breeds together worldwide not nationwide and you will need to equal the german shepherd uh, registry but um what that what i mean by that is is by having such a broad amount of them you're gonna have a broad range of what is 
what we would consider as fantastic of a dog and what you would consider as a dog that's kind of like a jerk or not not such yeah. a great dog um and so uh that, that's something i always kind of point out to people say like they they generalize you know they stereotype and go oh this isn't all my eh, there's some super rock stars out there because you have such a broad amount of dogs and uh, that are out there so Anyway. No, they heard you do. They're all cheering now. They're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and I think that kind of brings it full circle. What we are doing here is we are producing genetically correct German Shepherd dogs, which can do pretty much anything mm-hmm. and can really change people's minds about the breed because, you know, lately they've got some bad hype. And it's not because of the correct German Shepherd dog it's because of some of the owners and the very bad breeding practices around the world I got you <clears throat> Liz I got one excuse me it's like dying um, <laughs> I got one more question is um, why where did you how do I put this your passion for animals is pretty broad spectrum and, and intense how long have you had that and why, why do you think you love them so much. I was definitely still trying to get your age born out of this with that. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I've just always liked all animals, everything. If I found something outside, I brought it home. Um, yeah. Any like little baby bunnies or squirrels or birds. Desperately birds. wanted a dog when I was growing up. Like I wanted my own dog. We had a lab. It was like the family dog, and I really wanted a German Shepherd. Mm-hmm. Um, like obsessively wanted one, and we got one. Maybe I was like 12. My parents actually adopted him at the shelter. Yeah? Yeah, he was really cool. What was his name? Um, Dakota. But they Dakota. Cody. Yeah, yeah he's Cute. cool. Um, but yeah, I just always, always liked animals. I thought maybe like one day I'd be a vet or something, but <laughs> as it cool. turns out, I like blood, <laughs> like needles. Oh, yeah. yeah where were you when I pulled those stitches today? Did you do that already? I already yeah. did. Oh, yeah. good for you. Yeah. 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 I made Rodney hold it. Good. Yeah, I was like, I'm like, you know what? I'm not really like, squeamish but that's still pretty uh yeah, yeah. it was not my favorite thing ever watching that spring goal <laughs> yes. dr simpson you noticed oh, did I think, he do the rap did, thing did, yeah, yeah so he, I, that's what he discovered too. i was like oh man i love these stitches and i'm but i'm pulling them out and, they're long. and it's like they're long so that what, it, what he basically sews like yes. it goes through yes. a loop and then back out and back through and back out yeah i mean it's it's really a lost art of of stitching like that it's so rare now people mm-hmm. just do like a single one through one yep. through one through but he just wrap, 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 wrap the whole thing. And so I pluck one and I cut it and I pull it out and it like just, it goes through the skin about three times, you know, and Rodney's even sitting there going like, oh, oh my God, I saw the like skin pulling out. The thing went right through. It's like going in and then back out and then in and back out. I was like, well, yeah, Liz would have just, just flat out passed out on the tile right there. Like, yeah. <laughs> Rodney, like how much gross stuff you have to see like running, like when having dogs around. Like, it just cracked me up the first day. You're like, no, I can't do that. Why? I'm like, why, girl? Because that's gross. I'm like, really? <laughs> that's your line? I'm like, all right, that's fine. I'm like, I've already, like, I've had that boundary just demolished for what I used to think was gross. Mm. I'm like, nah, it's gone now. I'll touch anything. Like, yeah. I, I was at, um, oh, you're like, I don't think I told you this. I was at Thanksgiving with my friend once. It was like a year ago or and two. And she's like, can you, do you, are you okay if you, like, cut open the chicken and, like, take the pieces aside? I'm like. You don't know what I do every day. Like I take, <laughs> yeah, joking? I'm I'm okay with that. I can handle that. You ever open up a, a roll of tripe? Oh yeah. my god, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. You want to smell that? Yeah, you want to smell it every day. Rocket launches through the air. Yeah. Or yeah, when you or stab it, it's the first all like time you cut it. Yeah, yeah, it's like you squirt it out in your face. Oh, yeah, yeah, because I'm it's like super blood. sealed, oh, so yeah. it's like all. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, like, it's, oh yeah, pus everywhere, and, and it smells garbage. so amazing. It's basically the inside stomach. Yeah, so it yeah. smells like what but you it's think. It's great for the dog. It's too good for the dogs. dogs. Yeah. One of the most important ingredients we have in our food. Hands uh, down. Actually, I'll say it's the most important no, ingredient. Yeah. There's oh, no yeah. ingredient. Yeah. Hands down, it's the biggest I, difference makers by far the most important. Is, yeah, mm. makes a whole bunch of other ingredients actually work. As we should next time with Lynn, come over and let's go over some ingredients and why we put them in there. So it blows people's minds. That was kind of the intention as this will go along. Well, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I was just I was thinking out loud so I remember because it it's recorded now. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> and we got it in forever. Yeah, yeah. for no, sure. It's, a, it's an amazing food. And having fed raw for 15-ish years, mm-hmm. but I did my own raw. Oh, no, yeah. You know, you're way I ahead I of the curve there. I know it. people do that. And, but I have to say that I have never truly seen a food put together as well as this one. I mean, really. It's a pain. Yeah. To like get to where we're at now, like the sourcing is probably the biggest pain mm-hmm. in the butt thing we've ever like mm-hmm. ever. 
and I don't like what I'm what I'm what I'm getting. I was like we were comparing other foods the other day when we were at that meeting, and uh, so we had a meeting the other day and we were asking about like these things. And I just kind of it just kind of dawned on me about the the time it's taken to source this, and just as time has gone on, how mm-hmm. it's evolved to be where it is. All the stuff I want to do. The, the the biggest difference is being that we actually use the actual real ingredients. So mm-hmm. uh, like we literally take a chicken leg and stick it in the grinder and grind it up and, yeah. and everything else. And you name it, like what it says on the thing, it's not like a, a processed juice berry thing. It's some, something you'll find in some ingredient form or mm-hmm. it's not a meal. It's not anything. It's we literally take those ingredients. We have zero preservatives in it whatsoever. And we just grind it all up, mix it all up, stick it in a tube and stick it in the freezer. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and stick so, it in dog mouths. Yep. And stick it in dog mouths. <laughs> like, yeah, it is about as farm to table as it gets. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, a uh, it's, uh, that's been a tremendous struggle trying to find these sources of ingredients over the years and then like maintain it because stuff does you do run into things where stuff does fall off like it's like mm-hmm. well we no longer have that source of whatever it may be and now we have to find another source of it and it's not such a big deal when it's like one thing you know yeah. <laughs> and you're like oh god I can, where are we going to go from here and one stuff one thing dropped off but when you're having to source like how many ingredients we have uh, it's a tremendous amount, and you have to do that. Yeah, that's kind of in your head all at once in the beginning, but you're going like, okay, well, how do I get all this stuff? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's been, that's been the adventure of this entire thing. Um, well, and so yeah. many foods sell you on the reason they use their ingredient, and it isn't because it's the quality ingredient; it's what they can get. And so then all of a sudden, that's the ingredient that you're supposed to have in your food. Mm-hmm. You know, i.e., chicken meal. Right, if right. you have chicken byproducts, oh, we can't do that because that's got feathers and poop and beaks and lips and all kinds of yeah. stuff in it. And it's all pretty much made up by mm. the pet food companies. And that's what's one of the things that's so great here is that nothing is made up. It's just the ingredients, like Chris just said. Mm. It's yeah. huge. It, seem, it seems so commonplace now, but I, but I, like what I... I don't think a lot of people understand is how uncommonplace that is. You know, no, because they like buy you would, into you would the... think that's normal, right? You would think yeah. like, why, why wouldn't you just use chicken? And I'm like, well, because it's expensive. You know, it's like, that's what it comes down to. It's like your price point is really hard. Well, you know, yeah. Why don't you use something else? And, mm-hmm. and the pet food industry got started as a byproduct industry. I yeah. mean, they had all these byproducts from the human industry, and a lot of them were grains. And so guess what we're going to do with them? Well, we're going to put them in pet food doesn't matter if the pets can't utilize them and it's not good for them but that's how many of these foods are formulated yeah mm-hmm. but we can buy it for really cheap absolutely yeah. stuff it in absolutely. there and, and there's no laws against it and so why not you don't have an fda for dog food no <laughs> no and, and most pets were just fed human food i mean what came off the table or what they killed on the farm or something and and it's really done a disservice to all, a lot of dogs and subsequently their health has suffered tremendously and because they have such a short life cycle yeah insane representation like, oh, uh, there's no there's no representation no you know for them to say like uh, you can't feed things like no this. Like, and you can imagine feeding it. people like that oh, right? well, but we we're responsible for feeding animals yeah you know but, but i mean you, the, the thing that I, you know i'll say is like can you imagine what if you fed dairy cows like that you know what i mean like that that, that was your thought process yep. like dairy cow farmers wouldn't well, they've dairy. tried. I grew up on a dairy farm. Of course, and they've tried. They've tried, they but I mean, but, but farmers are like, no, no we're not doing that. No. That's gonna, you know, totally screw my production exactly of the dairy. Exactly what happened, and, and yeah. so they're not gonna have it. But dogs, cats, whatever they, what, who's the big, who's the big industry behind it that's gonna say no? This is absolutely not gonna there happen. Is none. And, and there is none. You're right. Mm-hmm. There, you would think like, oh, you're bet, or or something. Somebody's mm-hmm. gonna stand up and say this is wrong. This can't happen. But uh, that's unfortunately not the case. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, that's another topic for another day. Mm-hmm. Talking yeah. to vets about this whole thing, which is what I want to do. I do. I do very soon when I get on a topic of or a, a podcast here where we actually try to speak to some vets uh, about uh, about this and uh, and uh, kind of discuss nutrition and and what issues we've had with the industry and why there's not a better source of education for the veterinary industry since they're such a trusted profession and like mm-hmm. if your vet says something you're going to do it you know I mean, yeah. that's just the reality if you, if you, if your dog, you take your dog to the vet because they're, they're not acting right and something's a little odd and they do an x-ray and they say well we found a tumor we need to operate immediately like this dog's going to this dog's in a lot of trouble you're, gonna do it. you're just going to do it because you trust your vet entirely so that mentality goes in and the dog's and the vet says you know I, you need to buy this uh, hydrolyzed protein dog food that we have here on the shelf for $112 a bag 
and uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and it's completely garbage. But yeah. you trust me, it's, it's, you know, I get it for eight dollars a bag. So yeah, you know, I'm gonna make a massive profit here. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna tell you all that stuff, but I'm gonna have you buy it. And uh, mm-hmm. and because you trust your vet, people buy it just the same as they do that that operation because your vet said. Or I do it to my doctor, dude. Like, or your doctor. Yeah, if your doctor tells me, I'll be like, yeah, okay. There's a big difference though in the in the MD yeah. industry versus the VDM. Oh, industry. most definitely. In a meaning that a, a, a medical doctor technically can't. I know they do, uh, or they're capable. There's it's happened, mm-hmm. but they you know technically can't tell you a dishonest truth like that. They're not. That's against their the law. It's against their their. Uh, uh, they're bored. Uh, we'll get them bad if they if they if they're found guilty of such a thing yeah. like that. But uh, technically, like vets can kind of tell you their opinion of what they want. And they, well, and they, they think it's recourse. the truth because that's what they try suing your vet school. for messing up yeah. or mm-hmm. killing your dog. And, and that's a good point too, because it's not like no. not to just like knock vets. That's what they learn. No, totally exactly. That's whatsoever. It's just this is the industry that is. There is there is no malpractice suit for vets. No. And then like their nutritional background, really not any different than doctors' nutritional background isn't really that strong. Uh Frankly, um, you know, again, not knocking them. It's just not. That's not where the. That's not what you're spending your time in the industry learning. It's the same thing with vets. Not what they're spending their time in 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 school learning mm-hmm. but what they are being taught is being taught by hill science I, yeah i wasn't going to drop names but um <laughs> but yeah but exactly <laughs> it, it, it they, they come to the schools they, they educate and this is coming from these dog food manufacturers that have their narrative that they want to have spelled out there and that's that's the problem and, and it's uh, not just that company now because many dog food stuff. companies know they see that market and now yeah. they've got their own veterinary formulas out yeah. there yeah. and they want to speak to the vets yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, oh all of them yeah. again we weren't going to say names but uh-huh. our yeah. guests here uh-huh. <laughs> we don't cool. know all the rules yet yeah yeah. Yeah. And it's no, okay. yeah i'm like what whatever in trouble yeah i'm like okay prove us wrong yeah. <laughs> and I have spent a lot of tell time working with vets over the years, and there are they're changing, but mm-hmm. those vets have had to go out on their own oh, and yeah. do yeah. research yeah. and learn. And vet- you're talking about holistic vets; those are yeah. the ones that are essentially are well, the there only wasn't ones holistic that are splitting vets, off. You know, 30 years ago, they right. were just vets. They're just vets. Now but they're holistic the, vets. Yeah, now yeah. they've literally had to completely split off and be called something different in order to have yeah. that. You know, yeah. be able to stay within that market. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, that's kind of, and, and I would love to just change the narrative from vets in general about nutrition. Yep. Say, just like yeah. how important nutrition is to dogs over even humans. And I'm not saying it's not important for human nutrition, but if we say how important nutrition is for humans, now exa- exactly what you said earlier about the lifespan of dogs being a compressed yeah. lifespan, yep. it's a small, you know, that means everything's being a condensed lifespan means everything is magnified. Yeah. It, if, if you say, hey, I ate like crap, use me as an example. I <laughs> ate like crap from my teenage years, late teenage, mid-teenage years, right through, uh, well. Three weeks four ago. Four weeks, five mm-hmm. weeks ago. It's been yeah. a while. <laughs> like, like, I ate like garbage and that. And then, and then what's that do? So 20, thir- you know, whatever, 30 years of your life you ate like garbage. And, uh, and what's that done to me? How long is it going to take to reverse that? Or what can you do to, to combat that? Mm-hmm. Things of that sort. It hasn't been a solid 30 of eating i've had the waves of decent but um mm-hmm. but if you do 30 years on a human you you can convert that to about three years on a dog yeah yeah and so if yeah. you made a dog eat for crap like like crap for three years you're gonna have a massive effect yes. you can eat like crap for 30 years and have a moderate effect mm-hmm. uh, a dog of three years is gonna have a massive effect it's but, the same and, thing and what is starting to change is it's becoming uh, met much more grassroots from the owners because right. just as we are getting tired of going to our own doctor and just getting drugs you know these owners are tired of going to their vet and hearing the same old just spiel. getting drugs yeah and just getting drugs and maybe they they have a friend like me and says well you know what about a raw diet have you ever thought about that and then they start asking just me mm-hmm. and they now there's enough of them going to their vets it, yeah. they're de- it's changing because they're demanding it for their animals. I, I can see the knock on the raw diet though that the vets have. I oh, can't. I can't. Yeah. I mean, I, I I can legitimately like I had this Dr. Simpson use yep. use him as an example while yep. we were in that surgery yep. for your dog the other. It, not a, it was a C-section, um, and we were assisting him and helping him. And so obviously Liz was helping too. Yeah, and Liz was in the other. <laughs> That's our favorite thing because there was stuff being yanked out and yeah. um, uh, in the middle of a dog. Anyhow, so we, you know, we're shooting the breeze, doing this this thing. He's grilling us, grilling me essentially on the raw food because 
he you know he knows we have one anyway um and and i and i totally understand where the vets come from of saying like oh man raw food's dangerous it has this and that uh, i used to be like what are you guys talking about you crazy and then i was like well i'm just looking at that from my point of view because of for i'm um, coming from my raw food etc cetera, etc cetera. but then we go out in these stores we see what's on the shelves we see what products are available and and being given and and you're kind of going like man this is a this is a very dangerous product to be selling in the in the context that they're mm-hmm. selling it as mm-hmm. because they're they're in the context of selling it as like this is this is a a full on meal a meal that can be completely used as no other substitute no mm-hmm. other anything else put in there like this is a completely they won't know but they'll they'll they won't know that it's not but they'll think this is a complete balanced diet because every bag of dog food they've ever bought is a complete balanced diet, allegedly. Oh, right? Oh, and so like okay, that, their mindset of like, I can buy this product off the shelf yeah. and, and it's just got chicken and some chicken livers in it or whatever. Yeah. You know, and it's just got this, this this definite fractioned diet. But people will think like, oh, that's a complete diet. I'll go ahead and buy that. And I'm like, that's so dangerous to sit there and say, okay, I'm just, you're essentially giving your dog doggy Atkins. Yeah. It's, it's great. I'm not talking about the mo- new modern Atkins and things. I'm talking about the one that, you know, people mm-hmm. have heart attacks. Like, yeah, the one that killed a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah. Like left and right. I'm like, this, this is insanely dangerous. Yeah. And then they're going like, well, salmonella. I'm like, okay, well, that one's not the one I'm – I can understand that you're saying like, hey, okay, people have to be responsible with their – you know, uh, yeah, raw, raw meat product or whatever. Yeah. But I'm like, this is not stopping people from making beef stroganoff at nighttime or or or, or literally chicken any meat super, dish. Any, any meat dish, yeah. right, exactly. That you're starting with a raw and then you're gonna cook it or, or whatever. And the dogs don't need to cook, but it's like how you would handle it, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I get that kinda, but at the same time, it's not like you don't go to the grocery store, every grocery store, and buy product for yourself the same exact way. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of that's kind of ridiculous um, to look at it that way. Um, I could also see the problem in the sourcing because dog food is not regulated yeah. like by human human uh-huh. things. So uh, you you go to the store for chicken for yourself and it comes back as bad. Like, hey, this chicken has salmonella. Like, well, USDA or somebody somebody's gonna be all over that that company for selling you that mm-hmm. food. You can go ahead and take chicken. There, just using this as an example, and put it in dog food, and nobody's ever testing that or checking that, and, and you're and you're on your own. You're so there is a danger to that yeah. mm-hmm. in a way, but. There's no less danger getting kibble. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're you're talking about dropping. Uh, think about all the lawsuits that happened in the last oh. decade, or just Google dog food recalls and see how many mm-hmm. are going on every single day. It's insane, and ninety eight percent of them are kibbles, and uh, and so they have massive, massive issues in there as well. That's no different. They're saying, "Well, we're cooking it," and I'm like, "Meh." You know, um, you're not cooking all of it. You know, one of the biggest like reasons those happen, those recalls, is like you know how they do their um, ingredients. Mm-hmm. So they have like silos, right? And they never clean them from one uh, nope. thing to the next. No, they don't clean yeah. it. They just keep refilling it. So yeah. all the bad stuff and mm-hmm. old stuff goes to the sides and right. it rots and well, then it gets into the... That's because the, they have like 15 different companies all being made up. Yeah, right. So, right. so yeah. then that, they go through a batch yeah. of one company's thing and they just put yeah. another batch of another company's thing yeah. in. Now you're mixing proteins or mixing ingredients. I mean, yeah. it's just... Gnarly. It becomes a cluster. Yeah, and they haven't been cleaned in three days because yeah. they have a deadline to get yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Something like that. It, it's it's uh, I can see where this, the, the scare is. That being said, I could turn around and say, like, you have the same exact scare issues with the kibble you have on your shelves in your veterinary facility. There is no difference. And like, well, there's less chance because it's cooked. I'm like, ha, because it's, it's been mixed by, like, 15, 20 other companies doing the same thing at the same time, just like you said. Yeah. And, and I'm like, got a there's a shelf life there, of two years yeah. because it's uh, like if, chemical. Right. Yeah. Exa- and that's the other thing too. I'm not even getting to that part yeah. yet. But I mean, I was like, if you think that's true, then why is it, why is the recall page full of 98% kibble? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If, if that's true, then, then what's the more drastic? Well, there's more kibbles than there are raws. I'm like, eh, nah, yes, there are, but not, not 98 to 2, yeah, yeah. not that ratio anymore. Because then the representation would be the same. Right, it would like, be the same. You'd be like, well, there's 30% kibbles, in the, or 30%, 30% on there. raw versus 70% kibbles. There should be the equal amount of recalls, but it's not. Nah. Um, but uh, I, I will say, I mean, like, I can I can also see the narrative that they speak about being saying, like, I'm, I'm nervous about this or I'm scared yeah. of this because it's not a complete diet. And, and these large companies, these large dog food companies, which I kind of compare to big pharma sometimes, but yeah, these large dog food companies... Um, they do spend a tremendous amount of money in trying to to you know isolate what their ingredients are. Now the problem with those those uh, experiments and, and, and the amount of money they spend on is typically that amount is spent on finding how to save more money right. and what can also be used as a substitute or what can yes. be what can we get away with. And and uh, typically the raw food industry is 
not that's not the way it goes. Mm-hmm. We're typically looking for like what's the healthiest thing. So yeah. if you're kind of like getting after a couple, we kind of have to compare the two of going like, yeah, I go to the regular grocery store, you go to a health food store, you know? Yeah. yeah. And people are like, well, I don't want to shop at Sprouts versus you know Kroger, Albertsons, whatever's mm-hmm. in your neck of the woods. Um, but uh, you know, I don't want to shop at the health food store. I want to shop at this, but I'm like, yeah, but. Well, and you, you know, really? so in speaking to some vets about raw food, unfortunately, like I'll talk to Liz about the benefits of raw food, and she'll get all excited. But will she do any research? She'll go, no, I'm just going to go to the store. And I'm going to start just feeding hamburger to the dog. Mm-hmm. Well, and then it's totally out of I'm balance, and that. then this is <laughs> yeah, well, and then this is what the vet sees. Right. And uh, it's like, oh, well, you've been too. feeding a raw diet. Right. Well, no. No. Yeah. We have not. I, 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 you know, we get people raw like, meat. Yeah. <laughs> yes. like, like we've talked about before, like our, our current biggest biggest issue within our industry right now for us is distribution. Like mm-hmm. how do we get our food from Southern California to New York? Like how do you ship it there? Like that's our logistics is the nightmare because mm-hmm. uh, it is frozen food. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's not a kibble we could stick on a tr- any truck or a U-Haul and drive it across the country. Um, and... And so, but I get people from all over the world. I mean, I've literally talked to people in Holland that have been like, how do I do your food? And I'm like, mm-hmm. look, um. if you, if you, and my thing to them always is like, if you can't buy our food, I, I, I get it. My absolute number one recommendation to you is find a food in your area if you can, a company that's in your area, that's available in your area, that has a truly complete, like doing it yourself mm-hmm. is, it's cool, I get it. And I know it's become a fab, but you really, really, really have to know how to balance it right. And if you don't, uh, I, I really, and I'm not saying this because I want you to buy our food directly. I'm saying this because if you live in Holland or Russia mm-hmm. or Ohio, mm-hmm. I know they're not the same, but, um, but any, anywhere where, where it's very difficult for us to get your, our food to you, um, uh, it, it's, it's a danger to just sit there and try to educate or research enough to say I'm going to make my dog my own food. It's also expensive. Oh, and really expensive. very time consuming. If, yeah, and if you can like, if you truly are giving a balance, like if you put all, if you actually made our recipe mm-hmm. for one or two or four dogs, it'd be the most ridiculously priced thing in the world. Yep. Like it makes sense for us because we feed thousands. You know what I mean? So yeah. we get bulk and we're, yeah. you know, it's, we got a giant Cisco truck that pulls up and, you know, delivers twice a week and it's a, it's a whole, it's a whole different thing. Um, if, if, if I was feeding four dogs, I would just find one on the mm-hmm. shelf that I really liked. I would get into that. That's where you should spend your research. Mm-hmm. Is, is, is that, and that's what I agree with the vets on 100% is, is find a company that you really like and, and, and that is doing something right and is, is staying honest. Those are the other things that are, that are obviously difficult to find in a kibble company um, because they just can't. That's the nature of the beast. No. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's full of preservatives, like Lynn was saying. It's, it's, they're made, they're created to live on a shelf for three months or longer uh, and drive across longer. the country or whatever. Yeah, they can, they can last for longer. longer. And, and so that means uh, what is, what's going in there to make chicken yeah. survive. Because put chicken on your counter and see how long that lasts. Like go to the store and put it on there. And then, you know, you're also going to have to burn your house down because you now have an outbreak. Mm-hmm. But I'm mm-hmm. just saying like, but you can do that with a piece of kibble can sit there for a year or two mm. and essentially not change much. Nope. And, it's like uh, eating a, a Twinkie. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so, <laughs> so what, french fries. Yeah. What's in, you know, you have to uh, really question like what's in there to make something that last that long is that something you really want to be putting in your body? And, you know, we've talked about the allergy things and stuff like that and, and uh, it, it's typically the preservatives your dogs are having problems mm-hmm. with, not yeah. not that. But, um, but you know, that's something anyway, we gotta, I know. we're going to get more. Yeah, well, that's a whole other episode. Uh, which I, I basically just try to do. Yeah, you do. You try to sneak <laughs> it in there. Um, I, but I think for right now, I think that's a pretty good introduction. And everybody, we got to start here. You'll be hearing more from probably more Lynn than Liz because she, I, I think you had a lot more fun than you thought you would. I want that at least. I want that victory in my head just a little bit. You don't have to admit it now. You can do it off air. I respect that. But we should have Liz on a yeah, lot more, being that this is a. This is like like we said. If you're you're calling here, emailing here, mm-hmm. messaging talking anything, to Liz, yeah, you're yeah. talking to Liz. Everybody's Everyone like, Hi, says Chris. thank you, Chris. Yeah, no, yeah. Hilarious. I'm like, wow, I'm so Chris. awesome. And uh, but, uh, well, they uh, do that to you too. I know they've been doing that to me. Always, Thanks, Chris. Always, like, always. Instagram, I I Facebook, yeah. email, text message. Oh, Chris, I talked to Chris. I'm, I'm like, pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've had to do that with clients. They're like, I was talking to Chris. He did this one. I was like, like how does he do it all? Yeah, I was like. What do you say? I'm like, oh, that's not like Chris. Ah, that's Liz. Yeah, you're, not, you're not talking to Chris. I'm like, oh, it's emailing. I tell I'm people like, all oh, the time, they they're like, oh, so you know what we were talking about that thing? I'm like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And they're like, what do you mean? We were just talking on email, like on the way up here. And I'm like, no, nah, you were talking to Liz. I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. So let's just aim that out, guys. Thank Liz from now on. Yeah. All right. <laughs> most, 
most of the time. It's it not. I almost. It's not like I don't. She Liz said yes. something wrong earlier. She's like, I do all the emails. I do. I do some. Yeah, that's um, true. I that's definitely true. get a lot of things. But he forwards she, them to me. I do really that as well. I do a lot of those. <laughs> I will answer quite a few myself. No, I, I have every single day. But, uh, but I will. Uh, I will typically like Liz handle this. Uh, so she's she's probably not probably she's the most she's the busiest person here yeah for most sure. likely most likely the busiest person here um and uh does a ton of stuff so um and is a badass trainer by the way like yeah real talk amazing yeah absolutely absolutely amazing i, I know she doesn't get out there and the, the facetime stuff but mm-hmm. i mean she's sure train like every one of our trainers and we do our own training nights and things like that she's out there working with them a ton yeah. especially in the obedience side and, and out the tracking a lot with them as well so, Real talk, yeah. if I have plenty of questions or like if I can't get to Chris for some reason or yeah, Liz, I don't even answer. care, I just go to Aunt Liz. I'm like, whatever, Chris is in here. I'm like, Liz will totally know this. And then you'll be like, yeah, I do yeah. totally know this. Here you go. <laughs> it's been it's been an honor. You've been, I mean, one of the coolest people to ever work with because you're just a, like a solid little weirdo over there. And, <laughs> and I, I, it, but, I mean, it's cool. Right now she's thinking about cuddling her bird. Yeah, she's thinking about how to get this saltwater tank in your bathtub, dude. Yeah. That's what she's thinking about. Like... <laughs> I'm, I'm well aware of all that. We have two bathtubs. <laughs> all the plans that are not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, that was good. It was solid. Thanks for coming through, guys. And we'll, of course, well, have you guys you. more on. It wasn't near as bad as you right? thought, no. was it? Yeah. <laughs> and Lynn definitely needs to get on the show. Yeah, more, for sure. Especially because I mean, as we get into talking more, about, we get these more raw food specific shows. We you should have Becky. Oh my God, yeah. It'd be hilarious. We, we will plan to uh, get everybody on the yeah, podcast Monica. at some point in time. My Lord. If oh we put my them God. Come on. That's going to be the first one I'll have to click. Is this an explicitive episode? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there, will, there will be colorful language. Yeah. Sure. She's from Texas. It's just Texan. That's all it is. It's some of it. Even, no, it's... it's not intentionally not. colorful. It's just Texan. It's just we were quite good today. You were good. You were fantastic. Yeah. You guys were great. I, I've, 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 <laughs> like, I don't think I've around. talked to Lynn and her, like, had the same time so long and not heard, like, multiple F-bombs come out of this. Yeah, episode. actually, I'm really that, proud of you. I can <laughs> be civilized when yes. I need to be. Yeah, it's very well done. Mm-hmm. Excellent job, everybody. Thanks you, again. You, you definitely proved me wrong because I didn't think that was possible. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you'd get off sugar either. Well, yeah, fair enough. See? Um, we'll see how long it lasts. All right, let's do, let's do the wrap-up here. Five weeks, Monday. Remember, if you guys have any other questions or you want to start ordering our food or you need any of our help with our services, um, you can always hit us up on wildinstinctsraw.com. I don't always want to forget one word, but wildinstinctsraw.com. TaylorMadeWorkingDogs.com. You can hit us up on Instagram at TaylorMadeWorkingDogs. Our Facebook, TaylorMadeWorkingDogs. Why do you account. always do them individually? All social media accounts. No, because TaylorMadeWorkingDogs. You can remember. I just like, I don't know. It feels cooler listing them off, man. Okay, fine. You cut me deep, bro. Go ahead. I didn't even, now, now I can't. Now Go I'm ahead. off rhythm. It's off oh, rhythm. Man. It just helps me get out of here as I wind yeah. down, and now I just feel stupid. And you can do the same thing with Wild Instincts <laughs> Raw to search them. We want the song. Wild yeah. Instincts Raw. Yeah, yeah, now it's happening. It's happening yeah, later. Do you have a song? No, no song. you do now. Song, yeah. yeah, Chris, is, you're going to be like, what song? And I'm like, Rodney's got beginning of this episode. That one I forgot you... which one I did. I yeah. Just make it up. I'll yeah. find it. You're dancing, you're Not singing. Happening. It was beautiful. It was Sondheim. Yeah. Well, he's going to do a skit of impersonations is what he's going to do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they have to know the people. I was doing some Oh, it doesn't matter. They're funny. It doesn't even matter if you know it. It helps. I did a couple for her the other night and people in the sport. Yeah, but she knows things. Yeah, it's going to be, you need context on like impersonations. It's kind of, I think, kind of the point. But anyway, guys, thank you again. All of you out there, if you have any questions, if you're a vet, I'm sorry. Don't email us. Well, I'm just kidding. I I I totally would love to open dialogue with vets. Like, I think that would be one of the coolest things. I'd love to get one on the show. Lives matter. (laughs) No, I'd love to get one on the show. And it's frankly, and uh, and just like have a conversation, like hear what their concerns are with the raw food industry. See if we've, if, if we even address those concerns, yeah. that'd be cool to know. That'd be good. Like, and it would make it, our mean, you never know. It might be like, good. hey, yeah. we might uh, we might have some concern that we didn't even think about yeah. that they have and, and the reasoning behind it, and then just kind of go from there. That'd be really cool. To You're right. That's a good point. So vets, please actually do email us. Don't yeah. listen to me. And yeah. have a good time. Do. Yeah, we'll hit it up. All right, guys. Um, thank you again. And you have a fantastic rest of your day, night, whatever you're doing. Have a great time. <laughs> <laughs>